we have returned to the conversation that features your Alabama Crimson Tide. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the hottest show in the streets. This is In My Own Words. I'm yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine, live in studios from the break. In the first topic of conversation, we discussed pay for play. The NCAA, National Collegiate Athletics Association, trying to look into ways on how it can provide financial compensation for its student athletes when it comes down to their image and their likeness. Really good dialogue being had right now. Now, does this mean the return of EA Sports, NCAA, college football, the video game? Does this mean that college football goes to paying student athletes? That remains to be seen, but as of right now, it's a good dialogue going on. We jump from that to segment two on this week's edition of shows, which goes into Alabama's defense in terms of the 2019 season. 2018 under Nick Saban, this group, the worst statistically of the Saban era. And I get it, numbers don't tell the whole story. Sometimes stats can be deceiving. But when we dive into these particular numbers, it's just something that you're not used to or you haven't grown accustomed to when you are an Alabama fan, supporter, consumer, especially when you've been so uh, drawn to the tie, just being dominant on that side of the football. But 2018, Alabama gave up 18.1 points per game. It allowed 121.3 rush yards a game. It gave up 319.5 total yards per contest. We're looking at a passer rating of 115.79 surrender. Crimson Tide gave up 22 touchdown passes to to opposing quarterbacks while intercepting just 14 passes. And in the last three games of the season down the stretch, we look at Georgia in the Southeastern Conference title game, Oklahoma, in the college football playoff semifinal, the Capital One Orange Bowl, and Clemson in the national championship game, the Tide gave up 35.3 points per game combined in those three matchups. Georgia put up 28 points, Oklahoma put up 34 points, and the Clemson Tigers threw up 44 points. And uh, the last time you saw an Alabama team perform uh, underneath its standard on the defensive side of the football, you would have to go back to the 2014 season where Alabama gave up 18.4 points per game. It allowed 19 touchdown passes, just picking off 11 balls. I personally remember the 2013 season where Alabama gave up a passer rating of 116.84. But aside from this past year, the last season where it was its worst statistically was 2014 and you already have these analysts these anonymous coaches putting out these irrational just outrageous takes going well I think Alabama's gonna lose three to four games this season just seeing how I mean Mac Wilson gone Quentin Williams gone Deontay Thompson gone I I just don't see how Alabama's gonna be able to replace all of these guys and a brand new coaching staff and I just I, I just don't know I mean I see three and four losses for the Crimson Tide. Calm down. Calm down. I'm about to get into right now the three reasons I feel like this 2019 defense 
will be night and day better, exponentially better than this past year's bunch. And even more than that, while I feel like this defense could mirror the 2011 and the 2016 units that were just monstrous uh, in the Nick Saban era. Starting this thing off with number one, Alabama's going to have way better coaching in the upcoming season. Last year, Taj LaPoy was simply not ready. He was promoted to defensive coordinator because of his recruiting acumen. He did not have any prior experience coaching defenses. He was a position coach in the defensive line at Washington, position coach in the defensive line at Cal Berkeley, came to Alabama as a recruiting guru, was silent as a position coach with outside linebackers, but was way over his head and trying to be a defensive coordinator. And on top of that, the majority of the coaching staff this past year, when it got to the nitty-gritty and the rubber met and the rubber met the road, they had their eyes, their minds on other coaching jobs, was not giving the players their undivided attention. This time around, gonna be a completely different story because Nick doesn't have no babies. He's got grown men. He's got his leaders, his boys, his comrades with tenure, big word, tenure, back in the fold. And it starts off with Sal Sanceri, an outside linebackers coach. Sal's been doing this since 1985. From 1985 to 2018, we're talking 32 years. He goes into his 33rd season coaching this upcoming year. He's coached linebackers, defensive linemen, and he's even been a defensive coordinator from time to time. Will be the outside linebackers coach for Alabama this season. This will be his second stint with the Crimson Tide. From 2009 to 2011, he was the assistant head coach or associate head coach and linebackers coach. Sanceri was a part of that 2011 defense that led the nation in all five major categories. He knows what Nick Saban expects and has already come in and has infused energy into Anthony Jennings, Terrell Lewis, and he has taken the Yabi and Noma under his wing, and the young man has taken off, and he's expecting to have a monster sophomore year. So Sal Sanceri back in the fold. Number two, you got Brian Baker, defensive line coach. He's been doing this since 1984. So from 1984 to 2018, we're talking 33 years. He goes to his 34th season coaching this upcoming year, his 23rd season as a defensive line coach. He's been coaching defensive linemen since 1996. He's got 19 years of experience in the National Football League. Baker has been where these guys like Raekwon Davis, LeBron Ray, in the future DJ Dale, Antonio Alfano. He has been where these guys are trying to get to. The last three years, Baker spent in Starkville, Mississippi, with the Mississippi State Bulldogs, molding that defensive front to being one of the nastiest elite groups in college football, including putting the likes of Montez Sweat and Jeffrey Simmons in the NFL draft. But not to mention, you got Charles Kelly, who's been doing this since 1990, 28 years. Right from 1999 to 2018, 28 years. He enters his 29th season in the upcoming year, and he's handled defensive backs, defensive coordinator, defensive coordinating, linebackers, whatever. You, you put him in on defense, he thrives, but more so 
with defensive backs and calling defenses as a coordinator. He will serve as associate defensive coach and safeties coach in the upcoming season. So you got Sal Sanceri with tenure, Brian Baker with tenure, Charles Kelly with tenure, and then Pete Golding, who will be the D.C. this upcoming season. He's got nine years of coaching experience, though these have been at small schools like Southern Miss, Tuscalum College, Delta State, Southeastern Louisiana, still experienced nonetheless, and he carries a defensive backs background, much like Nick Saban, much like Kirby Smart, much like Jeremy Pruitt, the guys who have all had success at the capstone. So, number one, better coaching. Way better coaching guys with tenure for Alabama. Number two, you look at the returning starters. These guys are going to play a big role. On the defensive line, you know, Raekwon Davis is back. Last year, whether it was you know, him being double teamed or it was just time for Quinnen Williams and Isaiah Bugs to thrive, whatever the case may be, you know, last year, Davis struggled. This year, back, focused, ripped up, being a leader to the younger players. He's going to have a shot to be a top five, top ten pick in the upcoming draft. He's going to have a bounce-back season. He's back, and you pair on a Brian Ray with him, that defensive line is going to be prepared. At the outside linebacker positions, you got Anthony Jennings and Terrell Lewis. Should those two stay healthy, along with the Chris Allen, I've already mentioned Ayabi Anoma, the linebacker position outside rushing, that's lethal. At the inside linebacker spot, Dylan Moses, that's your anchor, that's your captain. Dick Buckus Award finalist last year, led the team in tackles last year, was an all-SEC freshman team guy in 2017. He's been recruited to do this since he was in the eighth grade. This guy's ready to ball. Then the secondary, Trayvon Diggs back, Patrick Sertan back, Shaheem Carter back, Xavier McKinney back, Jarrett Maiden back. And I've not yet mentioned your plug-and-play guys like your Eddie Smiths, your Daniel Wrights, your Nigel Knott. So there's talent all over that defense. These guys are hungry. I've talked to a lot of players. They felt like the Clemson game was a fluke. They're ready to show, let the real Alabama please stand up. And they're ready to stand up and get that thing going in the upcoming season. So you got the returning starters back who are absolutely ready to pounce. And then last but not least, you got these talented, hungry freshmen coming in in 2019. Remember when Pierce Quick was the first one to commit and he said, it's going to be my job to make this the best recruiting class Nick Saban's ever had. Uh, Pierce Quick wasn't blowing smoke. He's done it. This is the most complete class to make this the most complete team that Saban's had in quite some time. Defensively, when you look at DJ Dale, who's right now nipping on the heel of heels of Fidelia Mathis to be the starting nose guard. A lot of people are saying right now he plays just like Deron Payne, whereas his number 94, DJ Dale ain't no joke. I mean, you got Antonio Alfano, a guy that's ripping through guys right now. Shane Lee, as much as I like Josh McMillan at that weak side linebacker spot can plug and play. Not an explosive guy, but you can win with plug-and-play guys. I like Alakejo to start there, but if he's not mentally ready, Shane Lee becomes that guy. He's ready to go right now. I mean, a lot of people are really happy about the secondary 
when you talk Brandon Tornage, DeMarco Hellams, and Jordan Battle. So these young cats coming in, they're looking to take somebody's spot and really wreck havoc. So, folks, I'm just saying, a lot of people are talking about, oh, well, the 2019 defense, they're missing so many guys from this past year. I'm seeing two or three losses. Calm down. You got the better coaching back. You got the returning starters who will refuse to not let what happened in 2018 happen again. You got some young guys coming in who are ready to pounce. I see a mixture of a 2011 defense and the 2016 defense. And I will end with this. Nothing hurts more than facing a Nick Saban team after a loss, especially the national championship loss. The revenge tour is on, and Alabama is ready to get that popping. Folks, that takes us to a final break on In My Own Words. As always, you check out the Touchdown Alabama Magazine app, Team iPhone, iPhone App Store for Team Apple, Team Android, Team Google Play if you got the Android phone there. You download the Touchdown Alabama Magazine app for all your football needs. Podcast options is always listed at the bottom of the screen there. When we come back, we dive into my way too early projections, predictions for the college football playoff. Don't touch that down, folks. Tidy up some, some loose ends. We're coming back to my own words. 